Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossman and Bill Petrie, your weekly show focused on the topsy-turvy world of promotional products, branding, advertising, and marketing. As always, Unscripted is brought to you by the good people at Promo Corner's Identity Marketing, the leading online industry magazine chock full of content and thought-provoking articles. You can visit them online at promocorner.com backslash identity dash marketing. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And I believe this is number ocho <laughs> for those right. of you scoring at home of Unscripted. I'm Bill Petrie with my good pal, right from Coshocton, Ohio, Kirby Hossaman. Kirby, how the hell are you today? I am fantastic. If I were any better, I'd be twins. That's both <laughs> disturbing and alluring all in the same moment. That's right. That's right. No, things are good, man. Things are good. Good. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I can't complain, but... I, look, let's uh, let's let's address the elephant in the room if we can. How are you? Uh, I'm good, and as I told you off air, I do not want this podcast to become the Bill Petrie Healing Hour, so I will keep the update brief because I do know people uh, want to know and, and may not have heard. But uh, was able to finally get uh, uh, Sandy home yesterday. She did have surgery. On Monday of this week, we would post this on Friday. So she had surgery on August the fifteenth to implant a uh, ICD, which is a acronym for some medical term I don't remember, but it's essentially a car, a, a pacemaker, and a defibrillator, so that if the events of August fifth happen again, uh, ideally it would shock her heart uh, into the correct rhythm and she wouldn't die. Yeah. So uh, she's home today. Uh, resting, trying to get her strength back up. Uh, we've got a couple more doctor visits, obviously, over the next few weeks. But it looks like, uh, you know, all th things considered, a relatively normal lifestyle will ensue once uh, she gets her strength back. So appreciate everybody's outpouring of support and love. It's been, for me, uh, very emotional, as you can probably imagine. And then just to see that outpouring of, of support, uh, many from people I know, but the the interesting thing was many from people I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll ever really truly be able to express verbally or in the written word my gratitude and the gratitude of my family. Um, I'm I'm working on a kind of an idea to do that, and, and that'll be released at a time of my choosing. <laughs> but for right now, uh, and as I've said several times in, in the blog I update about this that uh, thank you seems horrifically uh, not enough. Mm. But for right now, that's all I've got. Yeah. So thank everybody for uh, the support and the love and the prayers and, and everything. Uh, it's meant the world. So everything's on the upswing. That's awesome. And let me, and again, I, you and I are buddies, um, but I think that I speak for the entire industry that just we're just so thrilled that things have taken the direction they've taken. And um, much love to you, brother. Thanks. You know, it's one of those things. Didn't expect it. You know, it's been. I will say real quick. And, and the one thing that uh, is been very interesting, and and really underlie the gravity of the situation. You know, going through it, uh, I just tend to just go into crisis mode and don't think about you know all the all, all the other things. We've had a parade of actually uh, emergency room staff, mm. the uh, paramedics 
who ha- helped uh, um, after you know when they arrived and all that. And it's amazing they all have said some variation of ninety five percent of the time people in this situation are dead. You're lucky to be alive, and so that's something. Um, and again, if you've read my blog, I've been very raw and <laughs> on that. Um, I'm struggling with, and I think uh, you know we're all struggling with a little bit, but uh, really such a good outcome. And so there we go. That's that's it, and that is going to be the last update on unscripted Fair. unless something happens uh, catastrophically. So I'd, I'd like to, if you're ready to go, yes, I'm ready to move on. Do you have a topic, Kirby? Why don't you lead us off this week? Okay, fair enough. Um, so we actually talked about. Um, I was going to a show um, a week or so ago and to speak, and um, it was it was the uh, sack show, correct? It was, and it I was really impressed. Um, I I really enjoyed um, the the show, the area. Uh, I thought it was well run. It was really it was really it was great. Okay, um, and I, it was my first time ever going to that show. Okay, um, and so my it was a total like from my perspective from a regional show. I thought it was really well attended. I thought it was really good. Um, but I had a, a an interesting thought. So essentially, Kirby, I, yes. Do you have a beef, or is it a thought? <laughs> it's, it's a thought, I think. Okay, I, I, All right. I don't know. And so I'm, I'm really. This is the thing. I, I'm because we have talked about regional shows and their declining um, attendance and that sort of thing. Right. And and I guess what I the the thought is that I think that there is a self fulfilling prophecy about that. And what I mean by that is. From the moment I got boots in the ground in Log Beach, everybody I ran into told me that there was going to be not very many people there. Really? <laughs> um, and, and, and like there was a piece that there, everybody was like, gosh, I wish we had more people. And I must tell you from the outside looking in, I was like, well, gosh, it looks like a lot of people to me. And so yeah, I think – Yeah, but you live to <laughs> Fair. That's fair. But, but what was more telling to me, Bill, was that I felt like – People started like not everybody. I want to be very clear: not all suppliers, not all people who were there, not all distributors. But there was a percentage of people who treated it that way. Mm-hmm. And so, in other words, there weren't very many people um, that were going to be at the show in their minds. And so, quite frankly, they were kind of going to take a little bit of a laissez-faire attitude about their booth, about the way they sold. The, like it, it, it just felt counterintuitive to me. Mm-hmm. So, so like, for example, when the economy went bad in whatever year that was, 2008, 2009, you know, I think that people, some people responded that they were going to go in their hole and not bother people because nobody has any money. Well, that creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I think right. the same thing is true for these shows, that if you're like, well, the show's going to stink and there's not going to be enough people well, then you're going to create a reality. You know what I mean? You're going and, – and I, I noticed that. Again, not mm-hmm. with everybody, but I felt like there was – like I'm walking the, the, the floor and I really wasn't engaged by a lot of people and I was surprised by that. So Interesting. Yeah. And so again, I, I don't want to – like I thought the, the show was well run. It was well organized, all that good stuff. But I'm like I think sometimes that if you make up your mind that an event or a show or a whatever – is going to stink? Well, then it probably will. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think part of that uh, curb stir yes, sir. is that there is show fatigue. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's again, we and we've talked about uh, the, the plight of the supplier on yeah, this absolutely. show before. 
you know, they run a gauntlet, and if you look at the calendar year, you know, we, we know that January, February, very, very busy for, you know, national shows and regional shows. A little bit of a break in March, April, a little bit. Um, and then they start up again in summer. They do all the big distributor shows, the Halos, the I Promote Use, the E-Promos, the Geigers, the, yeah. the uh, Proformas. They have all those shows. And then starting around, you know, end of July, August, it's the SAC show. It's the PAMS show. It's, you know, uh, all the, you know, and then there's, you know, Christmas and September from Halo. There's all these yeah. shows. Man, you know, here's the thing that I don't think a lot of distributors think about is that, Distributors can pick and choose what shows they go to. For well, sure. I want to go to that show, but I'm not going to go to that show. And there's really no impact. There's no fallout. There's nothing. Suppliers have to, almost have to go to those shows. I mean, they're starting to pick and choose which ones they yeah. go to and thankfully starting to look at the return on the investment. But they end up having to go to all those shows. And they have gone to so many of those shows in a row. They know what's going to uh, suck and what's going to suck less, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and, 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 but but to your point, Kirby, it does become a self fulfilling prophecy yeah. in the fact that you know if, if, as soon as you got your your uh, bright white keds on the ground in Long Beach, that people are trying to manage your expectations yeah. as one of the educational speakers. Man, that's not a good sign right. at all because it's it's like everybody's bracing for impact. And, and that's really a, a bad message to send out. Um, and, and if that's the case, and I don't know, and you don't have to say, although it'd be fun if you did, um, I don't know who told you, hey, not going to be a lot of people here. I don't know if it was people from the show or organizing committee, you know, people on the board of SAC, or if it was suppliers. And it's really irrelevant. But I think if people are managing expectations and and, and, and more importantly managing negative expectations before the show, mm. it's time to really start looking at changing that model. Yeah. No, big agreed. time. Well, and again, I think it, one of the things I, I'm pretty proud of on this so far, this podcast, is I think we've been pretty fair to suppliers on this. Would you agree? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think we've been And fair. I think suppliers have said that. They um, have, but I think we've been fair to distributors too. I, oh, sure. I, as, a, as a distributor, you, and I agree again, uh, let, let's, let's couch this with the fact that you are in Kashocked and, and, mm-hmm. and not a lot of people come to you. So fair. you, as a distributor in far eastern Ohio, don't have the show fatigue someone who is a distributor might have in Los Angeles or Chicago or Dallas. So you have a lot less opportunity for that. You know? Yeah, no, it's fair. It, it, and I guess it just goes, you were talking about suppliers picking and choosing. Yep. And I, I, I guess my point about it is, if you've decided to be there, be there. Be there. <laughs> That's all. And, yeah, and, no, I agree. And, and so I'm totally cool. And I actually, despite the fact that, you know, I don't have the show fatigue, and quite frankly, most distributors don't, right? I um, agree. Regardless of where they're at, because it, they it, can choose. But if right. you're going to go, be at your booth. Yeah. I mean, like, again, be at your booth. <laughs> well, and this this could lead into a whole other discussion about, and this is where you know people might get a little persnickety with us. Let's we could start talking about we can do it right now. We can do it another time. Probably another time is better. But we can talk about the quality of supplier reps out there. Mm. I mean, qua- I mean, there are some that are fantastic who I'm not going to name, yeah. and there are some who are little more than blades of grass in a field of mediocrity <laughs> that I'm not going to name. Yeah. So you know. 
and, and you you know that as well as I do. Sure. Anybody listening to this, you know, knows that. And any group of people, you're going to have people who are great, people who who stink, and people all in the middle. Um, I think overall the quality of the supplier rep is good, but yeah. when they don't engage, when they don't, for lack of a better term, work the booth, right? You know, I mean, I, I you you told me after the show off air that you walked the show. Yep. You, you enjoyed. You had time to kill, or you know, you hadn't been to a show in a while. Why not? Hey, kill two birds with one stone. And you told me that the amount of people looking at their phone and not engaging you was astounding. Yeah, I got more. I got more engagement from distributors. And that's that <laughs> I mean, is that's kind of which is really. great, which is great for for part of what you do. Yeah, for sure. But the distributor side of it, I'm sure you would have liked to have had more engagement on the supplier side, or at least people making the yeah. attempt. Well, again, I don't. It, it was just an interesting observation. So yeah, I think uh, that we've we've beaten this horse. But I, you know, if you're going to be there, be there. No, I agree. I agree. So what's what's your next topic, my friend? Okay, so you're not going to like this, and <laughs> I'm a little cantankerous this morning, so I don't care. So I want, you know, it. it I, I like to write. You know I like to yep. write. And I am a firm believer that words have meaning. That Jeez, every, I know where you're going to go with this. <laughs> I'm probably not going to go deeply in the direction you think I'm going to go, but I'm sort of going to go in that direction. But okay. words have meaning. And I think people very casually throw around words and terms, and, and I'm just pulling these out of thin air. The word partnership, the word relationship. You know, it's a lot of it's it, it becomes meaningless. Or the word um, disruption. God, if I hear the word disruption again, without somebody actually disrupting something, I might you know take a pair of scissors and stab myself in the eye. Um, but words have meaning, and, and so I was thinking about how so many of our uh, friends who are distributors go to market, and the way they talk to clients. And the word I'm going to talk about is not swag, Kirby, okay, so settle wrong. down, yeah. everybody just dial it back a notch, <laughs> but it's my, actually my least favorite word in our industry Okay, is item. Hmm, okay. I cannot stand... When I hear a distributor say, I have promotional items to sell you or show you or let me let me show you some items. We don't sell. Well, let me phrase that. There are plenty of distributors who sell items and the ones who sell items, which to me is a commodity. Sure. When I'm selling an item, I'm selling a commodity. The ones who sell items will likely be out of business between 18 months and four years. Mm -hmm. That's just a rough guess. I have not done a scientific study at the <laughs> Peachtree Institute of Branded Marketing, um, although we are about to launch one. Yeah. Um, substituting the word item with the word like merchandise mm -hmm. or product, to me, changes the conversation and shifts the conversation. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up and it's not because of swag, although you know, swag is always on my mind. I'm not a huge fan of the word swag, but I know also that there's a large amount of the buying audience that embraces that. Sure. So it would be foolish of me to say, hey, don't use swag. My, my stance against swag has always been from an industry leadership perspective. Sure. I don't want Tim Andrews or Paul Bellantone saying swag. I just don't. So what words... 
as you train your sales staff to sell in the image of Kirby Hossaman, how do you use language to help them craft the way they go to market? Boy, that's I really like this topic. Um, I do too, and swag sucks. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, who said that? What? You know, um, it, it's it's interesting. I, I I think that you know I don't know that I've spent a ton of time thinking about the way we talk about merchandise. Though I, I really do like um, premiums is another like uh, promotional premiums. Right. Is is a term that we throw around a lot here. And quite honestly, it was actually the, the reason it came up is that one of my largest clients referred to it as premiums. And they were talking about traditional promotional products. OK, and so, but they called them premiums. And I was like, "Ooh, I like that, because if you are if you title them as such, to your point, it adds value. Um, but. Uh, honestly, I think a lot of the times we talk about campaigns, mm-hmm. you know, so it isn't necessarily about the specific product. Right. Um, it's more about, you know, the overall goal. It's about the campaign. But um, I love the topic and I I, I would like um, and I'm not trying to um, couch this, but I'd be super curious to hear for those listening what what uh, kind of name, what kind of uh, vocab they use in this because I, I think I'd be really curious because I think you're right. Item, you know, because there's a lot of negative ones, right? Yeah, like swag. <laughs> I was going to use tchotchke. Uh, or, Cheap plastic shit. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, um, exactly. Um, yeah. Trinkets and trash. I mean, there are yeah. a bunch of them. But, and, but, and, the, but the idea of, I, I'd be curious to hear the audience's take on this because yeah, premiums is probably where I'd go um, mm-hmm. just because that's I, I think it does elevate, um, and I like merchandise. So yeah, I like I, this. I, I think you're right, and, and so you know, for anybody who is listening who'd like to share their thoughts on, on some terms that we should be using uh, with our clients in terms to elevate the industry, mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and email those to Kirby at Swagmaster at Kirby. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, no, put them in the comments section. We post yeah. this on Facebook and Common Skew and LinkedIn, all that. So put them in the comments section. Maybe we'll pick this uh, topic up another time. Kirby, do you have another topic you'd like to discuss? I do. I do. We probably have time for another one or two. Um, I've got one. Make, let's make sure it's two because I've got one. Okay, cool. So we'll do this one really quick. Um, so I saw a list um, come out that was pu- published, I think it was yesterday, by our buddies John Norris and Dale Denham. Hold on real quick. We can make this one topic because that was my next topic. So there you go. Yeah, great minds think alike, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so honestly, I'll just turn it over to you then. Um, oh. I, I saw it. I thought it was really cool, and I wanted your take on it. Well, thank you, Kirby. I'm so glad you turned it over to me. Uh, no, I think it's fantastic. I do you know, too. We, we do such a good job of talking about technology. But as an industry, we do a poor job of really uh, recognizing how it's impacting our industry and embracing it in terms of how we're impacting our industry. So for those of you who don't know, John Norris, uh, who is VP of operations at Starline, and Dale Denham, who is the chief information officer at Geiger, hijacked the blog of one Paul Bellantone yesterday and put out a list of what they call the Tech 22. And it's a list of the 22 influential 
people in our industry who are taking technology and driving the industry forward. And there are some, I was looking at the list and, and, you know, I'm sure like a lot of people, I don't know mm-hmm. a lot of these people. Now, I, on the other hand, I've had the opportunity to work with several of them. Obviously, we know John and Dale, who uh, are both promo kitchen chefs and, and great thought leaders. I've had the opportunity uh, in a previous lifetime when I worked, when I was a regional vice president at Halo to work with both uh, the greatness that is Dale Moyer and Erwin Goldstein, Mm -hmm. who do fantastic work at Halo. Uh, And this is not a commercial for Halo at all. It's it's my experience, so I'm going to talk about it. But they, they do a very good job with their sales partners to ensure they have good technology to support what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Catherine Graham on that list is, is tremendous. Her with with Common Skew and the work she does. Uh, I worked briefly uh, during my cup of coffee at Proforma mm-hmm. with Brian Carruthers, who who leads a very good team there on an order entry uh, solution that that is. From the little I saw before I, I took my leave, uh, a really uh, a really excellent order processing system that's scalable. And then uh, Jason Noakes and David Schultz from Distributor Central, who I know you know also very well. Um, so some great people on that list. And I love the fact that, because it's real easy for us to recognize the marketing people, recognizing the sales people, and, and the owners of a lot of these companies. But for us to kind of take a minute and recognize the fact that this industry tech 22 list to to recognize the industry technology leaders based on the technology that they're bringing to our industry and maybe even more importantly how they're translating that that technology into relatable business services and skills just fantastic yeah no i i totally agree and i was so tickled honestly to see the list because like you i mean i know uh, several people on the list. Um, but what I found is I think, and I want to give, uh, Dale and John a shout out because I I just think it takes a lot of courage to create these lists. And I really find a ton of value in them. Um, one of the things that I actually have on my to-do list today is, is to go and connect with some of these folks. Um, if I can through LinkedIn and social, um, because, you know, I think that, these are thought leaders, as you mentioned, in our, our industry. And if I don't know them, that's a problem. Um, and right. for, for Dale and John to go, you know, put themselves out there and, and kind of create this list, I always you, I always value that. Yeah, you bring up a really great point that it, you know, it takes a tremendous set of onions <laughs> for to sure. say, I am putting a list together of people who we think, I guess it's we, not I, but we're putting together a list of people we think who are moving and shaking the industry and pushing it forward because you're running the risk of well, leaving people off and yeah. having people say, well, why isn't person X on the list and you know all that? So I love the fact that they've done the research. Yeah. These are the people they feel. I mean, there's no, there's no grading system or anything. It's it's a lot of I think this person's moving the needle and because I've seen what they do. Uh, I love the fact, like you, that they have the onions to put it out there sure. and say this is what we think. There's nothing more refreshing than that. No, I agree. I agree totally, and it it takes a lot of swag, man. <laughs> uh, you know when. You, when other people use that word, sometimes it works. <laughs> when me. you use it, well, when you use it, it's like a cheese grater on my spinal cord. 
So, <laughs> thanks for that. Well, I always do like we, to improve your day. Do we have time for another topic, or are we out of time? Uh, I don't we're at 23 time. right now, so you're calling. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay. This stuff will wait. Okay, well then, uh, yeah, hey, give us feedback. If you're listening to this now and you'd like us to cover other topics, we've actually gotten some feedback on that, and it's been really cool and really helpful. And I don't know about you, man, but I, I appreciate all the, the love and the listens and all that sort of thing, too. I tell you what, I am having so much fun <laughs> doing this little broadcast uh, with you, and, and thanks again to the good people at Identity Marketing's Promo Corner for, for kind of taking this ride with us. Yes. Um, we, we pitched the idea to them, and, and Joel Moore and Bruce Sachinski, super supportive of, of both of us, so uh, we, we're having a ball, and it seems like it's resonating, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I really cool. thought it'd be just you and I having our phone conversations. <laughs> really, by the way, folks, it's really what it is. Yeah. This is exactly what our phone conversations are like. No shit. It's absolutely <laughs> this. I, I really so. thought we'd be drinking during this by now, but so far, well, totally sober. Uh, well, we're going to. We, we need to have one. You know, we should have one that's a little longer, and maybe we can figure out a way to do it live. And we can write down a couple words that anytime we use the word either swag, disruption, <laughs> or something like that, that we take a shot. Oh, and let's man. see how that goes. Yeah, that sounds like a horrible idea. All right. <laughs> I'm great. in. <laughs> after, the, after the two weeks I've had, wait till you see my adult beverage of the week this week. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, thanks for uh, jumping in, man. It's good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us this week for Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. As always, Unscripted is brought to you by Promo Corner's Identity Marketing. You can visit them online at promocorner.com backslash identity-marketing. <laughs>